Hello, my name is Precious Rose Dunlap, and this is my mother, Michelle Timlake Roll, founder of Marjorie's Beef Jerky Incorporated. We would at this time like to thank our new customers as well as our repeating customers for your business. For every one million orders that we receive, our company is giving two million dollars away to the bottom amongst four hundred of our paid customers. You see, that's the way we roll. So come place an order at www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. That's www.marjoriesbeefjerky.com. Marjorie's Beef Jerky is the best tasting beef jerky on this planet. Marjorie's Beef Jerky. Yeah, that's right, because that's the way we roll. The old renaissance is the new renaissance, standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company, uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way, Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whitbeer, the neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina, found at Total Wine locations at Burkdale, Ballantyne, Woodlawn, Concord, and Total Wine and more, Parktown Village. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Tuesday, November 2nd. I'm Donald Ware, and a couple of things I want to get to. It's Takeaway Tuesday here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. A couple of things I want to get to uh, today on the podcast. So, we have our first coaching casualty of the season, Donald Hill Ely, now former head football coach at Alabama State, relieved of his duties um, and it's one of those things. It's a tough thing, right? Like, I'm I'm definitely not a proponent of coaches being released during the course of the season, uh, but I'm also feel like Alabama State has to do what Alabama State has to do. I mean, I don't know if there was something inside of the program, if there was an issue uh, with m- maybe if the players weren't happy, and a lot of times I think that's, you know, I think you have to look at those things like if, you know, at the end of the day, you look at Alabama State and Alabama State's three and four right now. But I think more importantly, this comes after Alabama State loses the Magic City Classic. It's the fourth time in a row because you go to 18, 19, 20, 21, the fourth time in the row that Alabama State has lost the Magic City Classic. And this is one of those rivalries. We look, you look at rivalries in college football, and a lot of times uh, those rivalries and the losses or the wins can dictate, you know, a lot of times what happens to various coaches. You know, you can look at Ohio State and Michigan. Uh, you know, you can look at Grambling and Southern. I mean, there's just a lot of rivalries uh, in college football that can dictate, and, and, and this is one of those rivalries. So you look at when Hill Ely comes in, um, the very first year, and on 17, he comes in, middle of the season, goes 5-1, and one, wins the Magic City Classic. You know, he gets the, you know, he, he gets the interim tag removed, gets an extension. You know, he's the guy, remember, a couple of years going back, Titus Howard 
was a first-round draft pick. Like, when is the last time? The last time there was a first-round draft pick from an HBCU uh, until a couple of years ago when Titus Howard was drafted. You have to go back to when uh, Dominic Rogers Cromartie was drafted out of Tennessee State. I think that was the 2008 NFL draft. So it's been it's been a long time. And remember, Titus Howard was a quarterback when he came to Alabama State. They moved him to offensive line. He bulked up and uh, became and is really doing well, you know, with the Texans. I mean, he's holding. He's a starting offensive lineman in the National Football League. So he's it, listen. He'll Ely did some good things. That first year, I think, was great, but they, but, but the Hornets were right on sort of that bubble, right again, twenty and twenty-one, during his four-plus seasons as the head football coach uh, at Alabama State, and not as good a record when you look at Swag play. Didn't win any di- uh, division titles or anything like that. I mean, Alcorn State really ruled that division. I mean, it was just tough. You know, Alcorn State was definitely a tough out. You look at now more recently, Jackson State. Um, has really come up. Alabama A&M um, has come up. So it's one of those things that, you know, unfortunate, right? Like it's an unfortunate part of college football and, you know, ultimately how things are done. Uh, I, I'm not, again, I'm not a proponent, but again, I think Alabama State has to do what Alabama State feel is best. And, I mean, if you point, if we point strictly to, the wins and losses, well, the wins and losses that the, the administration at Alabama State uh, just did not feel like uh, maybe that the program was moving in the right direction and so ultimately uh, decided to take action and remove Donald Hill Ely as the head football coach at Alabama State. So replacing Hill Ely, Travis Pearson, the defensive coordinator, Travis Pearson's the defensive coordinator, and he is replacing Hill Ely. And uh, it's one of those things. I mean, I think if you're in the coaching profession, you understand how things work. Uh, most notably coming to Mon Tennessee State after the uh, 21 spring season removed Rod Reed. Rod Reed is a, an alum of Tennessee State. Um, had some, did some good things at Tennessee State. Matter of fact, I think he had an even record, if I'm not mistaken, um, but and, and made a playoff appearance uh, back in 2013, an at-large uh, playoff appearance. Maybe could Rod Reed be on sort of that short list, right, of, of, of coaches? Did a good job at OVC, in, in, at Tennessee State. I mean, the OVC, at least at one time, I mean, I don't know about like right this moment, but certainly for years, much tougher a conference than the SWAC. If you come out even, did a, did a fairly good job put some guys into the National Football League, you know, competed as best you could. Maybe, you know, maybe he's an option. I'm not – I don't know that, but I'm just kind of putting it out there for perhaps the next head football coach at Alabama State. Does Alabama State go the way uh, of a Jackson State, the way of a Tennessee State, the way of what a Morgan State did uh, in terms of bringing in a former high-profile uh, NFL player to his program uh, you know, we'll ultimately see how that plays out. Taking a look at the HBCU coaches and media polls. So now for ever since 2013, North Carolina A&T was in the poll. Since 2013, North Carolina A&T had been in either one or both of the polls. That is no longer the case after 89 weeks. 
Al- uh, uh, North Carolina A&T is out, no longer in the HBCU coaches or media polls. Out is North Carolina A&T, three straight losses uh, by the Aggies, and A&T is out. Of course, Jackson State remains number one, Prairie View A&M number two, Florida A&M number three. That's the consensus in both the coaches and the media poll. If you look at the coaches poll, Norfolk State is number four. Tennessee State, who has won four straight games, is number five. Six through ten looks like this. Alabama A&M, Alcorn State, South Carolina State, Southern, and Delaware State. In looking at the media poll, apologies, a lot of background noise there. I think we're through it again in the media poll. Bowie State, number four. Norfolk State is number five. Six through ten looks like this. Albany State, Alcorn State, Tennessee State, Fayetteville State, and Southern. Remember, Bowie State has wrapped up the CIAA's North. Uh, Fayetteville State has wrapped up the CIAA's Southern Division. So for the uh, third I think third year in a row, well, fourth year in a row, Fayetteville State is going to be in the CIAA Championship game. But for the third year in a row, it's going to be Bowie State and Fayetteville State in the CIAA Championship game. And You know, Bowie State's playing – reasonably well but Fayetteville State to me is playing exceptionally well right now and you know the Keyshawn James kid the defensive end is really really good like you you know when these two teams meet we this may be a bit of a defensive battle Keyshawn James uh, on one side for Fayetteville State on the defensive end side and then you look at Joshua Pryor in the middle but but that Bowie State defense is really really tough I like Fayetteville State's offense but of course when those two teams get together we'll do a more in-depth look at that. Also in the SIAC's Eastern Division, Albany State has wrapped up the Eastern uh, Division uh, with its win uh, this past Saturday. So Albany State really, really is uh, on a bit of a roll uh, as we stand right now. Taking a look at the Botch to Row National Player of the Week, and we're going to take things to Texas Southern this week. Andrew Bodie, the quarterback's a true freshman, 392 yards of total offense and five touchdowns, five total touchdowns in the Tigers' 59-17 victory over Arkansas Pine Bluff. He completed 16-25 passes, 271 yards, threw for four touchdowns, no interceptions, rushed for another 121 yards on 16 carries and a touchdown. And look, he played at Miller in Corpus Christi. During his high school career, he threw for over 13,000 yards. As a senior, threw for close to 4,400 yards and 49 touchdowns and then rushed for another 1,506 yards and 27 touchdowns. So you're looking at a young man that had 78 total, no, 76, that is, 76 total touchdowns um, just as a senior, okay? And think about this. Let this sink in. 13,151 yards passing, third all-time in Texas history. Let that sink in. Texas, you talk about Texas high school football is absolutely uh, phenomenal. And uh, so for that young man to be third all-time is a big deal. So that's going to wrap it up for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Again, if you missed uh, the scoreboard, if you missed the HBCU coaches and media polls, you can log on to our website at BoxToRow.com. If you missed our player of the week and all of the accolades surrounding him, log on to our website at BoxToRow.com and check that out. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. 
Talk with you later. Box to Road. Box to Road.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. Box to Road.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? Box to Road.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All American teams and weekly media coaches' bowls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And Box to Row.com. Your HBCU sports leader.